Welcome back to Overdue. I'm Mrs. Watts, your Annex Librarian. And I'm Coach Hill, your Main Building Librarian. In today's episode, we turn up the heat. about what we read i was so excited to read the uh follow-up in a duology by judy island it's called a venom dark and sweet and it is the sequel to a magic steeped in poison i and read you that were reading it on our breaks at the librarians conference that's, i was that's how into it you were yeah that's pretty much all i did on our breaks yeah um so i read a magic steeped in poison in the spring last year and loved it and um so it's a magical fantasy, and there's a character named Ning. Her mother has been um, really murdered with poison. And so Ning is trying to find the source of the poison, the cure for the poison, because her sister is now also poisoned, and she was trying to get back and cure her in the first book. So that was the storyline there. Um, and then in this one, so she gets back to her sister at the end of a magic steeped in poison. Um, and in the process of trying to save her sister, she is poisoned herself. And so it leaves off with her kind of like falling into the darkness and you don't know what's going to happen. And so the second book, the one I just read, again, it's called A Venom, Dark and Sweet. And it's the story of... Um, her continuing to pursue now just the poison rather than saving a life. Um, and her trying, I mean, save herself too, because she, now she's got it. Um, but it's got um, like romance and then adventure. It's primarily just this battle between dark and evil and her trying to overcome. And there are a lot of different steps, a lot of different like relics in this magical world that have to be found and put together to defeat the source of this evil. Um, and the second book was wonderful. The last like 70 pages, it was Saturday night. I think I already told you this, but I had 70 pages left and I had to know what happened. So I was up half the night just trying to finish the book. Cause it was, I had to know it was, you had reached a point where you couldn't Was it stop. worth the, the extra, the lack of the, the getting less sleep than you normally would? I mean, yes. Okay. Cause I had to know. And I, I would, but I have to say the way that it all ended fell just a tiny bit flat okay. for me. Uh, sometimes it happens. I loved a lot of the aspects. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away. But the way that it all came to a close was just a little bit not as, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but. I don't think that's atypical. It didn't level up to the rest of the book. Yeah. I think that's, you know, you read a book and you love it. I feel like most of the time, whether it's just two books like this or a trilogy or a whole series, that it's hard to to keep up that same level of whatever yeah. draw, drew the reader in in the first place. Right. It's hard to, I guess, wrap it up in, a, in the same fashion. Yeah. But... It was a great book. I'm so... But you still like the book overall. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I mean... You're not like bummed out or anything. That was literally the only piece that I didn't love. But the characters, the... Again, the adventures, the conquests. um, It was such a good book. Cool, man. It was so good. Tell me what you read. So uh, I had committed to reading... uh, Actually, I had already started reading American Dirt by Janine Cummins. Um, 
I actually read two books since we've recorded last, but I'll talk about this one first. Overachiever. Trying my best. Just kidding. Um, How dare you do your job well? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about <laughs> just the book briefly, and then I'm going to talk more about the fact that there's uh, quite a bit of controversy mm-hmm. around this this novel that I was unaware of right. uh, until I was looking into it after I read it. Um, but anyways, this is the story of Lydia and her son, Luca. Uh, they live in Acapulco, Mex- Acapulco Mexico. Um, and the book opens with them being directly... Um, impacted by some pretty serious uh, drug cartel violence. Um, And then they realize that really their only option here is to try to get to America. So they, the book is their journey. Okay. Um, There's a couple of other kind of, I would say main characters that join in at a certain point and you're kind of following them along their, along their, their journey North um, riding the train, La Bestia. I read a book last year called uh, we are not from here. Did you mention that, the train when you talked about that? Yes, sounds so yes. familiar. Well, and that's the train yeah, that, that okay. goes through. It's just a cargo train, okay. but uh, migrants will ride on top of it, essentially trying to make their way north. Um, and so the book follows their journey north. Um, and when reading it, you know, I, I found myself, you know, interested in their well-being and you know, rooting for them to to make it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and 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 I enjoyed the book. Not necessarily more than any other book, but it was a good book. I enjoyed mm-hmm. reading it. Um, but afterwards, I started reading about the book. And there's quite a bit of controversy, mostly centered around the fact that uh, this story, is, written by Janine Cummins herself, is not an authentic one. Um, that there are many other novels and stories out there that are written by uh, Mexicans, people from Mexico. Uh, people of Latin descent from Central America mm-hmm. that that have either uh, experienced this journey themselves or have um, kind of firsthand knowledge of the journey, and so um, there's criticism of maybe some not a full understanding of maybe some Mexican dialect in Spanish that because there's kind of Spanish words kind of throughout the book and okay uh, so maybe there's there there was some criticism that some of the words were not appropriately applied okay um you know specific to the mexican so it's like dialect cultural criticism it's cultural of how criti- it was written yes a little bit so my understanding is um so i guess at some point uh the author uh i think she was at the border i hope i'm not i hope i'm not, hope I'm not misrepresenting this experience but i think she was at the border at some point on you know on the american side seeing all the migrants seeing all the people um, and said something to the effect of that she wanted to uh, put a put a face to the masses, to the mass masses of people there, um, and then that was in turn interpreted as kind of like the white savior coming in. Oh, um, okay. And it's kind of, every all the controversy is kind of around that. Okay. Uh, a lot of the controversial, the, the a lot of the criticisms that you read criticize her for kind of claiming her Hispanic heritage. I think her grandmother may be Puerto Rican mm-hmm. uh, or, or something else. But like five years ago in an in- interview, I guess, she claimed claimed herself as white. Um, and okay. so there's... So it's, ju- there's, it's really it's, like... It, there's, you know, f- uh, a lot, some of the criticisms I read were that a lot of the things that Lydia was surprised about as she was making this trip, like any Mexican wouldn't be surprised about that if you live in Mexico, even if you have a you know, are not directly affected, Mm -hmm. um, 
by cartel violence that you the things that sh- that that kind of blew her mind like everyone would just know about that already okay um and again all those things kind of wrap up to to say that the main the general criticism of the book is that it's just not an authentic story okay um when there are authentic stories out there in its place it's not like there was nothing that existed like this and then this book was written the criticisms instead say you can go read this, this, or this instead of reading this one that is written by uh, people with this experience or with firsthand knowledge of this experience. Listening to you talk about that, it kind of uh, feels like it puts us in a great position as librarians to, if a student were to pick up that book, you know, we have, you're always looking if they if they like something, if their interest is interested to continue that pursuit sure. in other things we have available. So, And I will say, this is not a YA book. This is an right. adult novel, but it doesn't have anything in it that's crazy. Um, I don't know. Right. It's just, you you know, high school students aren't necessarily the main uh, audience for this book. That's fair. But, yep. a, but a high schooler could read this book. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, not necess- I don't want to say it's the YA version of the book, but I did read We Are Not From Here last spring or mm-hmm. last fall. Um, and it's not the same story, but it's the same I- general idea of, of people in Latin America escaping violence and trying to come north. Okay. Um, that is geared more towards uh, high adults. school students. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. You know, of course, the other side of the coin is that this is a book um, bringing publicity to a problem. Right. Um, so, again, I'm not, I'm not saying how I feel. I don't even know if I feel a certain way. Right. Uh, it's, this is just everything that I read right. about the book. And it's mostly centered around, again, the the lack of authenticity sure. of the story. And I, I think the author as well, from what I've wondered, I think people are upset yeah. with her specifically for trying, like I said, and these, these are not my words, it's just in what I read, for trying to kind of be like the white savior mm-hmm. here. So... I almost was more interested after in the all the criticism, which is that awesome. I, was I mean, isn't that kind of yeah. our goal as educators right. is to to spark um, curiosity right. around topics that we aren't familiar with, yeah. and around cultures that and we aren't familiar with. And she does acknowledge. With. I will say, like I read the I read the whole book, including the author's notes and all that. And she does say she gives credit to all the research that she did, and uh, she says something to the effect of she wasn't even one hundred percent sure if she was the right person to tell this story. Mm-hmm. She obviously did, right? Um, but. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Like mm-hmm. I said, I almost spent as much time researching about it, it yeah. as I did reading it. Yeah. Uh, but I, as I was reading, I did not know that there was this amount of controversy around the book. Sure. And again, like I said, I, I enjoyed reading it. I found myself, uh, like I said, pulling for the main characters to mm-hmm. get to safety and escape the things that they were escaping. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like a things took a turn after the book when I started sure. reading about it. Yeah. So, Anyways, that was American Dirt by Janine Cummins. Um, I also read Later by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So let me let me get my thoughts together here. This book is um, about a boy named Jamie. So he's kind of he's older now and he's telling the story about his childhood, um, and he can see dead people. And so it's not quite like the you know Sixth Sense Bruce Willis kind of a thing, right? Um, but he can see dead people, but only for a short period of time. When they die, he can kind of see them for a couple of days until they kind of fade off forever. Um, and he can talk to them, and they can talk to him. And um, if you ask, if he asks a dead person a question, they have to tell the truth. Um, and that's kind of all, you know, where it starts. And it's kind of creepy at first. But then there's this uh, person kind of terrorizing the city. Um, and then he eventually dies. Uh, and, but he left a note saying that 
he left one more big. He, so what he would do is like leave dynamite places and things would blow up and people would die. Hmm. And so he was found out, um, died, but left a note saying that he has left one more big surprise for everybody where it all started or something. And so another character in the book essentially kind of kidnaps Jamie uh, to go try to find, you know, the dead version of, of this guy to ask him where this is going to happen. Um, and they find him and they end up finding the dynamite and make uh, avoiding that disaster. But this character, the, the, the dead guy, his ghost or whatever doesn't go away. Oh, it's like haunting him. He stands on the street at night outside his window. He just, he's everywhere. He's just, he's just haunting him. Um, and so Jamie, through the help of another character in the book, figures out through this like f- literally physical struggle with the, f- finds out that the, that the man's ghost has essentially been like, um, uh, like taken over by like a demon's not the right word here, mm-hmm. but the ghost itself is being haunted essentially by something. And so through this literal like physical altercation with the ghost, Jamie's able to like rid himself of this thing. It's he, he's going to leave him alone. Now you're reading the book, you're reading the book. Uh, part, part of that, um, part of Jamie getting rid of him is he kind of like takes ownership over it and says like, no, you only show up if I call you. Oh. Like, and so later in the, but you're not supposed to do that because then it can like, I don't remember the exact words in the book, but it's like, take your soul or something. Um, But later in the book, Jamie is in trouble. Uh, Like life is in trouble. And he summons this thing back to, to help save his life. Hmm. And I'll kind of leave it at that because I've been talking for a while about both of these books. Interesting. It was, it's not my typical read. Right. Um, But I would, I enjoy, you know, so many Stephen King books are like, you know, like bigger than my leg. Uh, and I just <laughs> like, they're intimidating to me. Like, same, you know what yeah, I mean? It's a commitment. It's a big commitment. And yeah. this is not, this is much shorter. That's good. And so I know he has a few others of these kind of shorter ones that I would certainly read. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I did like it, you know, yeah. it was, I don't, I typically try to stay I away mean, from these. I mean, he's popular for a reason. Oh, for sure. Know, so, and I avoid horror a lot because I really don't like horror movies. Same. Um, but I don't know if you can get that same, like scare factor in a book. Yeah. You can be creeped out and think about things, but like nothing's going to jump out at you on screen. Right. Or, you know what I mean? It's true. The ways that you can do something in film are just not the same in a novel. And I think I can handle it in a book a little bit more. I don't think I'm ready for that, but you give me hope. Yeah. It's doable. Mm-hmm. It's doable. You know, I read World War Z two summers ago. Right. Which is a horror book. You know, it's about zombies and yeah. it's creepy. But like I wasn't like losing sleep or anything. Whereas if I watch a scary movie, I have a hard time going to bed. Same. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So you I, learned a little bit more about Coach Hill and Miss Watts yeah. than we normally do today. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, <laughs> luckily, my wife doesn't really like watching scary movies either. Same. So it's just not something that we do in our house. Us either. Yeah. So that was Later by Stephen Stephen King. King. And we'll take a short break and we'll wrap up briefly, because this was not brief. We'll wrap up briefly with what we're going to read next.
Okay, so we've talked about before how we're doing Battle of the Books this year, and all of those books are from the VSBA list, and we've kind of taken a break from that, but we are each going to hop back into that list and mm-hmm. kind of keep going on our, our share of the list. Uh, and we're each doing it with a nonfiction book this time. Yep. So I am reading Revolution in Our Time, The Black Panther Party's Promise to the People. Um, it's kind of self-explanatory in the title, at least from what I've read so far. The, it's pretty much just a history of, of this movement. Uh, it does start all the way back with slavery to and, and works its way up to kind of um, reiterate the point that all of the uh, misgivings and injustices uh, that the that black people have experienced, you know, started a long, long, long time ago, and right. ne- and never stopped. I think is the point that is trying to be made. Sure, that it, you know, there was never a, a break in this, and this is not uh, anything new. Maybe is I think the message that's trying to be made across that it's it started a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it, and it hasn't stopped. Yeah. So I'm a little bit into it and, uh, you know, I'll obviously, obviously finish before our next one. So right. I'll know if that's kind of the theme when I finish, but that's at least my takeaway from what I've read so far. Okay. Um, so I'm reading killers of the flower moon. It's also on the VSBA list and it is also non nonfiction. Um, I think this is the young readers at adaptation of a, a novel written by David Grand. So, um, it is about the 1920s, the, I hope I say this right, Osage, Osage Indian nation in Oklahoma. They discovered oil under their land and um, are living a very like opulent lifestyle for a brief time. And then slowly some of those people go missing. Um, and so this, it looks like. Presumably because of the oil. Presumably. Right? Presumably. And other people yes. want it. Presumably. That's what I'm gathering, but I haven't started reading mine yet. So I'm just going off the notes on the cover and, and online and different things. But um yeah, it looks like this is the investigation of those murders and um, that nation, I guess. So I'm excited to see what it's about. Yeah. It'll be good. Right now, it's time for us to check out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at BDP underscore library and share us with a friend. Don't forget to check back with us every other Wednesday for the next episode of Overdue. Make time to read. Thanks for listening. Edited, sponsored, and produced by BDP Library at White House High School in White House, Tennessee. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at BDP underscore library.